Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Monday, February 12th edition of Sit Down. We got four hours to go. It'll be fine. We got this. Hey, Justin. Look, hey, oh. I'm a professional around here. All right. I'm a professional around here. But I don't know, man. Get I'm not I'm a, get the dump buddy dump button just no, ready. I ain't I ain't gonna it's not gonna be I'm trying to do it, but it might just come out that way. You got eight seconds of cuss time, so work with that. <laughs> Don't encourage him, please. Somebody might say something stupid today. Well, I'm counting on that, but, well, I'm Damian Barling. The ultimate needle mover in God mode himself. Shouldn't. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, 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 it's your name. That's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. That's Kenny Caraway. Come on, man. Yes, sir. That's Kenny Caraway. The, the cursing is going to start now. What the hell you want me to say? I want you to say it with your normal enthusiasm. I don't have it. It's your name. What Marlo say, my name is my name. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. My man's going through it today. Uh, understandably so. A, a, a gut-wrenching way for the San Francisco 49ers season to conclude. Uh, I know a lot of uh, fans of other football teams in the chatty house are ready to get their jokes off, but let's 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 talk here a little bit. And let me say what I said on Twitter, man. We get our jokes off, we have fun. Uh, you yell and you 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 challenge folks, and you invite uh, you you know you invite moments of backlash, yeah. you know, and that's uh, part of what makes you really entertaining. But when you strip all that aside, and I mean this. Like, I, I genuinely mean this. There is no one better that covers the San Francisco 49ers than you. I appreciate that, Mike. We 
talked before the season started. And as we got closer, you know, we, we, we laid out what this season would look like for the team. Fall back. You laid out what this season would look like for the team. And it was we got closer and closer and closer to training camp. Your demeanor completely changed. Or as we got, excuse me, as we got closer and closer to the end of training camp, got closer to the start of the season, your demeanor completely changed. And it was before camp, before week one, before the first game, you said, there's only one result for this team, and it's to win the Super Bowl. And if the San Francisco 49ers lose the Super Bowl, it would probably be the most heartbreaking season of their existence. And certainly you didn't know how that game was going to play out, but all through the course of the season, through the three-game losing streak, through the loss of Trent Williams, through the, through the ins and outs of Debo Samuel, through the ups and downs of Brock Purdy, primarily the ups, uh, you, you, you spoke about this team uh, to perfection. And again, when you weed past all of the fun stuff, there's no one better uh, when it comes to covering this team uh, than you are. I hate the way that it ended for you. I hate the way that it ended for the faithful, yes. Um, And I just, the one thing I hate about football, and I just want to say my piece and I'll let you rock, is if you went into the game with an opinion, nothing was going to change your mind. Like you were going to leave with the same opinion. And I'll use an example. I'll use my own example of how most, I think, people in our profession don't do this is I did not understand Kyle Shanahan. I did not like the dialogue around Kyle Shanahan. I thought he was grossly overrated, and I didn't get why he was talked about the way he's talked about. Then they lost Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance, and he started winning football games with a guy who he drafted at the very, very end of the draft. He said he's drafted him because he, he, he knew we wouldn't be able to sign him as a free agent, and they really, really wanted him, and he has developed him into a franchise quarterback. And I started to see it with Kyle Shanahan. And the thing that, that, that bothers me about last night's game is if you hate Kyle Shanahan and you think he's overrated and you think he's a terrible coach, you can find stuff within that game to, um, to stamp your opinion. It's no different than Patrick Mahomes. The dialogue for the last two weeks has been about Patrick Mahomes. The 49ers were an afterthought in this. Brock Purdy... Uh, Christian McCaffrey, everything that those guys did, and, and it not only did yesterday, but did throughout uh, the course of the season, it was all an afterthought because we wanted to talk about Patrick Mahomes' greatness. That was manifested. It was on display in, 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 full, in full form. But I just, and, and part of it's my fault because I let myself go to Twitter, which is the land of the freaking breathing idiots over there. And it's just, uh, it's you you had an opinion going in and like, you 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 found two plays, three plays. You go, see, see, I told you. And the whole game isn't looked at in its totality. And I have a lot of thoughts on the whole game in its totality, and we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, but I thought it was a hell of a football game. I thought it was a hell of a job by Patrick Mahomes. Um, and I'll, I'll save my thoughts for Kyle Shanahan as the show rolls along. No, man, that's, that's, that's where I'll start, too. Um, because I talked about it a little bit on the handoff, and I, I really hate the way sports are watched, sports are covered, and sports are talked about nowadays. It's always got to be somebody's fault. It's always got to be somebody's fault. And if if this 
person wasn't so in, in this the extreme, right? Like if this person wasn't so inept, if he wasn't so clueless, mm-hmm. if he wasn't so stupid, then things would have changed. Things would have been different. And to me, that's whack. To me, a lot of the times, and I'm not saying this for everybody, but just a lot of the times it screams people who've never been in any real like serious competitive environment, mm-hmm. right? And they don't understand sports. They don't understand competition because if you did, you would understand that things can go a number of different ways, right? Like let's take it the coaching side. Do you, you think like sitting here, like this is what you do, this is what you do, this is what you do. I've coached in a number of different settings, not the professional settings or nothing like that, but I've coached basketball with kids, high schoolers, all this other stuff like AAU where there's a running clock, um, high school when it's more traditional with timeouts and free throws and stop clock and quarters and all this other stuff. Things are moving. Things are moving. So when you sit up there and be like, he should have just done this at home in hindsight, you may have a minute and a half to figure out what you're, you should be doing in that situation. 40 seconds, 25 seconds is not as long as you think it is to say this is what we're going to do mm-hmm. and this is the absolute right thing. Sometimes you know, sometimes you got to feel and things are cooking and it, it happens. You're like, you, hey, I'm, in a, I'm on my bag right now. I want to go here. I got this. I want to go here. Sometimes you're feeling it. Sometimes you're searching. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have no feel. That's the human element of what that job encompasses. But then you got the situation when things bleed into each other, right? Where say, for instance, Kyle Shanahan, because that's the guy we're talking about today. It's what whatever the down and distance is. He calls a play. The play may be the perfect play call. One guy doesn't do their job. The play's blown to hell. Not, nothing really more evident than that third and four in overtime. Yeah, There was two guys wide open. Brandon Ayuk was wide open in the back of the end zone. That was the, that was the play call. So I need, I need everybody that says Kyle is this and that and he don't know what he's doing or whatever. You got you to gotta, just do both. Just do both. Don't ignore that. Because he called that play. And he got two guys open for a touchdown. The problem was there was a breakdown on the line. Chris Jones comes untouched, straight up the middle. Brock Purdy has no time to make that decision and see those open players. There's that with the play call. And then there's the other aspect of sports where those guys are damn good too. Mm. Kansas City Chiefs, that's a hell of a defense. It's a hell of a team. Quarterback, coach, all this other stuff. So people also don't account for in football when – you make a play call as an as a offensive play caller or whatever, that play call could be right. But guess what? Spagnola's a legend. He may make a perfect defensive play call against what you're doing. So many variables go in to whether or not somebody's good or bad or anything else like that. And a lot of the times, I'm as mad as anybody else about what happened yesterday. But you you have to dip your hat to the team that's the Super Bowl champions. Mm-hmm. They made plays. They made plays. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones. 
They made plays. You got to tip your hat to it. There's a there's like I said earlier, there's a winner and a loser in every game. And just the loser didn't always just do everything wrong. The winner just didn't always do everything right. Mm-hmm. Winner or loser, that's the way the game plays out. And I think that was the I think that's one of the things that's frustrated me the most about the discourse of the game was again not not having a, you know, I I didn't have a rooting interest outside of rooting for you and the rest of the faithful, but I I felt like I could watch this game with a pretty neutral perspective and Oh, the 49ers made so many dumb mistakes. I kept hearing that. Like even Kyle and, and, and Biederman were talking about on the Candlestick Chronicles podcast. And it's not that they're wrong. You know, it's not when you point out, you know, the the the, the kickoff that hits the back of the foot, which is a that's it's a other than Raymond McLeod not attempting to fall on the ball. I don't which, I don't it's happening I, like again, that. Again, I don't know, but but I don't know how you fault the 49ers for that. Like he's getting blocked essentially into the kick. Like right. I don't I don't know how that's a a mishap or a mistake or ineptitude. If you, you, maybe Ray Ray could have fallen on it, maybe he couldn't have. Right, and, but then not to. But people talk about Ray Ray just fall on it. Yes, please just fall on it. Do you know how fast that happened? Right. Like all of a sudden the balls hit your guy. Mm-hmm. I see the ball. I gotta just go get it. Like yeah, in a in a perfect world, in a sensible like non pressure anything fall on the ball, but. Th- Oh my gosh! It just hit his foot. Let me get the ball. Yeah. I'm gonna get it any way I can. He decided to try to pick it up. He missed it. It happens. These are human beings, right? And my issue with that is like you, uh, the uh, McCaffrey fumble. It's like when does McCaffrey fumble? But they had two turnovers. Mm-hmm. So in the 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 scheme of the game with the game over, it wasn't. The, the 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 49ers made so many mistakes. That's why they lost this game. It wasn't two turnovers to zero. Mm-hmm. It was two to two. That's football. That's the course of the game. So oh, if the if the if the if the 49ers hadn't made any mistakes, they would have won. Sure. If the Chiefs hadn't made any mistakes, maybe they would have blown them out. Mm-hmm. Like we get we get so entrenched in our side and we create these one-sided arguments that, you know, from a 10,000 foot view, they don't make any sense. Teams had damn near the same amount of yards as penalties. In penalties, I think the Chiefs have more. These teams were dead even in virtually every statistical category, including the bad ones, including the mistakes and including the turnovers. That's why the discourse around this is just so odd. It was a football game. This is football. And as you said, not uh, 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 you're not always going to play perfectly. Uh, the winner's not always going to play perfectly. The loser's not always going to play. Like, it's just stuff just happens through the course of a game. That's what happened. That was football at a high level. I thought both teams did a great job of recovering from those mistakes. We're going to talk a lot, obviously, about the game yesterday. I want to get your thoughts on what's next uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. We'll talk a little bit about the Kansas City Chiefs, and, of course, we'll talk Sacramento Kings. They're off tonight, but they take on Phoenix, which is shaping out to be a huge game coming up tomorrow. They had kind of an up-and-down weekend, which – Par for the course here uh, with the Sacramento Kings. Uh, so we'll talk about it. We're just getting started. We're so happy that you're here with us. Stealing with Casey, brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's just pick up where we were at during the commercial break. You can bring ISIS tweet back up because you were getting ready to say or message, excuse me, YouTube.com slash ESPN1320 if you want to get in here, uh, Twitch.tv slash ESPN1320. But the conversation is... Uh, been a lot about Kyle Shanahan, and you were heading in a direction uh, that I wanted to make sure we 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 got to. So go yeah, ahead. Yeah, man. So Ice in the in the chat, he says, "Okay, KC, I agree it is someone's fault, but when you like this almost every year, it can't just be bad luck." And there's a number of different things that go with that. Number one, it can be bad luck. Let's not let's not get away from that. Like. Uh, is there were, were is Rick Adelman just a bad coach? <laughs> mm. Is is Rick Adelman mm. just an awful coach who can't yeah. win the big one? Or did number one he go up against Michael Jordan and Shaq and Kobe? And number two, did his best player rip his knee up in one of the years he played? Mm-hmm. So number one, there's 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 that aspect of it. But I got into talking about. I don't know if you guys are too young, and maybe you are. I'm getting to 40 now. Some of the people that watch this show or watch sports are a little young, and they don't know who Andy Reid was before Patrick Mahomes there. And we could like people people talk about Andy Reid with the Eagles, where they failed over and over again in the postseason. Lost in the NFC Championship game to the St. Louis Rams. Lost in the NFC Championship game to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Lost in the NFC Championship game to the Carolina Panthers. Lost to the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. Those were in four consecutive years. And, and that's people talk about Andy Reid with the Eagles. People, Andy Reid's been in Kansas City what eleven years? Yeah, since two thousand thirteen. How long has Pat Mahomes been in the league? Six years. I believe six years. Six years as a starter. Correct. Andy Reid in Kansas City before Patrick Mahomes was not this pretty picture. Lost to the Patriots in the divisional round. Lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers in the divisional round. Lost to the Tennessee Titans in the AFC wild card. And then I believe his 
first year with Patrick Mahomes as the starter, he lost to the New England Patriots in the AFC Championship game. And I believe, I don't know if you said it, I believe one of those losses, almost all of them were at home because they were the one or two. They had home field advantage every time, at least for that particular game. They were first in the eight. Well, I have their I have their division rankings, not their um, the, conference rankings. Directly yeah, but, in front but of I know I know they pretty much were all at home except for one. Which I believe, and was Andy Reid there for that one, or was that which Marty, one? Which the one? Colts game with Alex Smith? The Colts game was not. That wasn't the, Andy. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I apologize. The Colts game was uh, Andy Reid. And I'm, I'm just was. spitballing because I don't have it in front of me, and I don't think you have this information. What were they up like? Twenty four in the third quarter. I do not have that, sir. And that, and that game, you, you remember the game I'm talking about? I do. Right? They were up like thirty five to fourteen. In the third yes, quarter, yes, that or was the like that. forty-five to forty-four ending. That was the final score of that game. So that was Andy Reid for how many? I mean, how many years? How many seasons did we just lay out? Like nine seasons, eight yeah. or nine seasons. Yeah, that was him until he got a great situation that matched up with his football mind, his his brilliant football mind. He was brilliant back then. That's right. And I had made, I had always been of the belief prior to him winning that Super Bowl that in 2019 he didn't need to win that Super Bowl to validate who he is as a head coach. No. It was a talking point, obviously. It was a talking point for weeks. He did not need that Super Bowl. He was certified as one of the great coaches we've ever seen. Right. So uh, Kyle Shanahan – is now in that boat. I said it on Friday. I said, regardless of what happens, Kyle Shanahan is, is a is a hell of a football coach. He's a winning football coach. He is a championship level football coach, for sure, for sure. I don't, and nothing has changed between Friday and Monday for me with Kyle Shanahan. Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan. We we did this exercise one, two, three. Kyle Shanahan just completed his seventh season mm-hmm. as the San Francisco 49ers head coach. Yep. Seventh season as the San Francisco 49ers head coach. Andy Reid was a head coach for 20 years before he won a Super Bowl. Mm. 20. Mm. Now, apparently, he can't stop winning them, but <laughs> 20 years to get to the point that he's won three in the last six. And let's also be fair, again, Andy Reid was certified before that game against the 49ers. Mm. Let's also recognize we're talking about a guy who is tiptoeing into the category of Michael Jordan right now. Mm. He's tiptoeing into a category where it's going to become the LeBron Jordan thing here. Mm. I said Michael Jordan because the conversation – leading into that game, manifested itself in the game. Don't bet against Patrick Mahomes. I know I felt, I know 49er fans felt, when you didn't pick up that third and four, and it was going to a field goal, everyone had that same sick pit in their stomach because nothing from that moment mattered moving forward. 
fourth and one. Like, like I popped up. I don't even think the people in my house recognized what was going on. My, the, 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 there was only two other people there. But I kind of popped up, and my mom's like, "What? What? What's going on? Why is it like elevate? The game could end. Mm. Like it's fourth and one right here. Three downs. The game could end right here. And it, now, no one thinks it's going to. But the game very literally could be over right here, right now. And Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes doing what he does, right? So now it becomes, I put him in the Jordan category because there was always that feeling of if Jordan's there, it feels like he's going to win. Patrick Mahomes is starting to feel like that to where six, seven years into whatever, he's now into that. It's Mahomes and Brady. Mm -hmm. Like that's going to be the conversation moving forward. And that's really what helped set, you know, Andy Reid to, 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 to this level of winning. Again, great coach. It's just validating all the winning he did before. But the whole point, and that was 20 years, two franchises, 20 years in the NFL before he won his first Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, just, I mean, how many? uh, We just reeled off four. I didn't mention the division around before that. That's five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 15. 15 losses in the playoffs. Damn. Man. It, and it's just. From divisional rounds to wild cards to championships to Super Bowls. 20 years, 15 losses in the Super Bowl or and, in the uh, in the playoffs. And, and, you, and you know what? I look at, you know, the situation with Kyle Shanahan and. Is it is what it is, right? Like it's part. It's it's the nature of the beast, as they like to say. Like you're going to get the blame, but that doesn't mean that people are right. More times than not, they're 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 just dead wrong, and they're speaking like you said earlier. They feel how they feel about Kyle Shanahan. Like I know I know people like TC. I know people in this profession that I love and respect who do not like Kyle Shanahan, and they use this opportunity, this loss to once again blame it on Kyle Shanahan. And it's crazy to me. It really is crazy to me. Like, I don't I don't get it. Do I wish he would have ran the ball more in on third mm-hmm. down, or excuse me, in the third quarter? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. But you also look at that, and they didn't start, like, cooking, running the ball until late in the fourth quarter like when, it was the, overtime. <laughs> when, the, when the Chiefs were gassed. Like, yeah. they were gassed, and when they when they saw they were gassed, they start running the ball. Before that, there's eight guys in the box. There's eight guys to block three. Mm-hmm. Or, excuse me, there's five guys to block eight. There's going to be three guys running free a lot of the times. Like, they, they would run, and they'd get a yard or two. I still wanted them to run the ball. I did. But I don't – I understand, like, hey – there's eight guys in the in the box. We got Ayuk, Samuel, Jennings, one on one. Let's see if we can get these guys the ball to kind of back them off a little bit. Like the strategy's there, execution didn't happen. Let's 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 stay with that for for a second. What do you think about the decision to take to to take the ball first in overtime? Um, I was all for it. I was all for it. I didn't have any problem with it. Kyle talked about it a little bit. He said he basically thought about it as three possessions where he wanted the the last possession. So you take the ball, 
You're assuming that you score, they match up, whatever you do, and then you get the ball to win the game. Makes sense. I love that. Didn't didn't think about it that way, but love that. And again, it's it's my fault for going to Twitter. I'll take the L. I've learned. I apologize. But the lamest, the, the I feel like when you criticize, because it, there, there's advantages and disadvantages. Mm. The advantage for Kansas City in that regard is you essentially have an extra down. Just talked about that fourth and one play. Mm-hmm. Like there's no question now what Kansas City is going to do. If Kansas City had the ball first, I actually feel like they still would have gone for it. Mm-hmm. You fourth and one with Patrick Mahomes, I still feel like even in that failed position, you're probably <sighs> going for it. But. You have that extra down, right? Every set of downs is four downs rather than three. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you criticize Kyle over that, you completely lose context of the game. His his breakdown of back and forth with the ball, fantastic. But in my mind, I'm thinking the Kansas City offense had the ball like the whole fourth quarter. Your offense scored relatively quickly. Mm. Was tremendous as they were moving the ball down the field. But you've had your defense out there that got scored on twice for it, – it, it had to have been 10 minutes. Mm. Had to have been. 10 to 11 minutes. I'm not putting them back out there in that position. Mm. No matter – even for the extra down on the other end. Mm-hmm. And the way that the, the, the offensive – the way that the – the offense executed on the way out was that's if I'm caught, this is why I took the ball Mm -hmm. this right here. But in hindsight, we can look at it and say third and four that they had to kick a field goal when they didn't pick that up. They missed an assignment or whatever. I know you posted a great breakdown of, of, of that play and everything that went wrong with you had uh was it was it was, it was Ayuk at the top and Juwan at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Both of those guys were, were, were open, but I thought the way that that all unfolded was was perfect until the third and four. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. You kicked the field goal. You had opportunities along the way, a couple of opportunities to get stops and shut things down, but you couldn't. And it it you know it it, it resulted in the game winning touchdown, which I know is what everybody feared. Yeah. Um. But I don't know that I I, I don't know that I would have put my defense back out there given how much they've been on the field, given the way that my offense was playing at the end of the fourth quarter, yeah. and ask them to go get a stop and potentially take seven, eight minutes off the clock. Now my hot offense mm-hmm. is sitting over there on the sideline. That's a good point. I didn't even think about it that way. That's, that's, a, that's an excellent point. Um, the other thing, we keep talking about the, the fourth and one, and this is just – this is something that – I look, Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa actually had a hell of a game uh, in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He, he, he I agree. played his ass yep. off. That whole defensive line uh, stepped up and, and played their asses off. Well, and, and, Mahomes. and and look, and I'll, I'll I'll say I'll say this as well as a side thing. I'll, I ain't gonna name no names because this is my man. But if we need to talk about it, we need to talk about it. There's a lot of people that coming into that game was were getting was getting mad at people who were blaming Steve Wilkes throughout the regular season, hmm. saying Steve Wilkes, you know, he's got to be a better defensive coordinator. He's got to be da-da-da-da-da. And they were like, oh, I don't know why we're saying that because the real defensive coordinator is Kyle Shanahan. This is his fault. The defense ain't cooking. It's Kyle Shanahan's fault. He's the one that sets everything in place, and he's the one that gets the final call. You kind of saw a little bit of that 
Remember in overtime, I think it was, and Tony Romo laid it out the right way, where Kyle Shanahan calls a timeout because he didn't like the look mm-hmm. on defense. Mm-hmm. And he and, and Romo broke it down talking about he uh, Shanahan went to Wilkes and was like, no, I don't want that look. I don't want no cover zero. Figure out something else. Mm-hmm. I don't want that zero. So you can make the argument that these people that said this were right, and I understand that. They said, hey, Kyle Shanahan is the real defensive coordinator here. All right, he's the real. So, or he's a good football coach. Well, but. <laughs> well, well, look, he's the real defensive coordinator here, and all this other stuff. If you're going to believe that, if you're going to believe that, that defense played their ass off yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, if 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 when things are going bad, and you want to say it's not Steve Wilkes, it's Kyle Shanahan's who's the real de- defensive coordinator. He deserves the blame for this one. That defense played their ass off yesterday. So you got to give him credit for that. That's all I ever asked with all of this. I'm not here to talk about Kyle Shanahan as being this perfect coach or never makes mistakes or never does things that I feel like I would have done something different with. But I do ask for consistency. If you're going to open your mouth, if you're going to get those thumbs on Twitter ready, if you're going to get on your keyboard and get in this chat, the only thing I ask for for anything is consistency. Amen. And if you're not going to give that, then don't talk to me. And don't talk about what's going on. Or you can talk about it. I don't care. It's a free country. I just don't listen to you and take you seriously at that point. So, side note. If you're going to talk about Kyle Shanahan, blue this and that, blue this and that, then spend the same time talking about that defense ready to go. Don't come on here talking about Steve Wilkes did a great job. If, if you're of the belief that Kyle Shanahan is the defensive coordinator in real life. I don't, I don't say all that. Mm-hmm. I say Steve Wilkes responsible, good and bad. Steve Wilkes had those guys ready to play and did a phenomenal job yesterday. Was Kyle the defensive coordinator last year? This is, this is new to me. So was Kyle the defensive coordinator last year? Oh Yeah, they say he's always oh. the defensive coordinator. Always. I mean, because D'Amico Ryan's turned out to be trash in Houston, right? Right. Okay. Right. No doubt. It, it, it's, it's, they didn't have the Jets pick to win the Super Bowl before <laughs> your boy got hurt? It's it's always Kyle Shanahan. Okay. But the problem with that is it's always Kyle Shanahan when things go bad. When things go good, it's D'Amico and it's Robert and all this other stuff. Which that's, that's what I believe. I believe Steve Will- – now, look, I'm not naive. I, we saw it. We saw it in real time. When it gets down to it, Kyle will veto something. He will but, overstep something because he's the head coach. But that's why that's the difference between Sirianni and Kyle Shanahan. That's that's why Sirianni does nothing. He sits over there with that stupid look on his face. <laughs> with that stupid look on his face. Yeah, thank you. So when need be, Kyle will be like, no, nah, I'm not. We're not doing that. That's fine. He's the head coach, but don't don't bring that up when it's convenient for your argument or when it's time to take digs. <laughs> also, <laughs> it's what, what they. <laughs> I've always said this, and I mean it. What we do is weird. This whole thing is weird. Like, being a fan is weird. Mm-hmm. Having an emotional investment in something you can't control is weird. You know what else is weird? Having that outlook on Kyle Shanahan, right? Mm-hmm. Have, and, and that's fine. Everyone, Steve Wilk, Brock, the 40, like, whatever. But then you say Patrick Mahomes is the GOAT. Well, which one is it? <laughs> 
They lost to the greatest player of all time. Like, if Patrick Mahomes is the GOAT, if he is the greatest player of all time, if you can't bet about against Patrick Mahomes, if you can't put the ball in his hand, like, <laughs> what are we talking about then? What's the conversation here? Because Patrick Mahomes did, by definition, what you said he would do, what you think he would do, what they talked about him doing for the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. How's that Kyle's fault? Yeah. How's that the San Francisco 49ers' fault? All the, You know what no one's going to acknowledge? You and I sat here together and watched – uh, prediction after prediction after prediction after prediction come up. How many of them had 31-28? How many of them had 28-24? Mm-hmm. They ain't going to point out they were all wrong. Mm-hmm. Not one of them were right. Because I guess it's Kyle Shanahan, the defensive coordinator, and I don't I don't know, I, I guess because Steve Spagnuolo is more respected than Steve Wilkes, no one calls Andy Reid the defensive coordinator? Right, right. I'm sorry. No, it, it, it's fine. These aren't the same thing. But how was Steve Spagnola in New York? Mm. This is what I'm talking about. We refuse to look at something in its totality, and we just pick and choose these tired-ass arguments. Steve Spagnola is and has always been a hell of a coordinator. Mm-hmm. He didn't work out as a head coach. Fine. Steve Wilkes has been a solid coordinator. Got a raw deal as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Maybe has another opportunity along the way. Had a bumpy road this year with the San Francisco 49ers Mm -hmm. who finished, and you might not have heard this because they kept saying number two, number two, number two when it comes to Kansas City, but finished with the third best scoring defense in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, everything you said is spot on. It's it's just weird. And it is is even more weird. There's so many weird things, but it's even more weird in the game of football. Because there's so many moving parts in the game of football. Mind, I'll get back to my point, my point about uh, Nick Bosa. But as we jump around, the third and four on mm-hmm. offense, mm-hmm. perfect play call, this other stuff. And I'm guilty of it. I'll tell you what I'm guilty of. Third and four, I'm looking at that play over and over again. Chris Jones gets a free run to Brock Purdy. Number one, the play call was the correct play call. People didn't second time that. that happened on third down. Second time. The people didn't execute and do their job. I look at that thing over and over again. I said, Colt McKivitz, what are you doing? Mm. How do you give him a free run mm. to the quarterback? How? How we're talking about Chris Jones. We ain't talking about this anybody. But I'm looking at the replay over and over again, and I'm saying, how do you give how do you give Chris Jones a free run to the quarterback? If anything, you, from the things that I know, you defend in and let the other people come out. Like when I've learned, like if you get a blitz pickup, like a, a running back has two guys coming at the quarterback. Get the guy on the inside because that's a longer way for the guy on the outside to, to come get you. McKivitz is there, and he, like, leaves Chris Jones and goes to get the guy on the outside. Right, and I'm sitting there, and I'm watching it, and I'm saying, McKivitz, how? I'm once again not talking to anybody holier than now. I'm saying, how did you do this, McKivitz? How? And then, about an hour ago, I go to Twitter, and Jonathan Feliciano, the offensive lineman for the 49ers, 
goes to a clip where everybody else, McKivitz, how, 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 how did you do this? How did you do this? Why did you do this? How, how, how? Feliciano in the trenches on the team. He knows what the schemes are. Sweets out. I know you know all, so you should know that's not Colton's guy. So here we go, talking about in definitive terms about things that clearly we're all 100% wrong on. And you watch the, the, the movements, and it's all a guess. My guess is Burford is the guy who didn't do his job because he goes to double-team the middle, and he leaves the gaping hole. And McKivitz, apparently to the guy that is in the locker room and on the line, mm. does his job, mm-hmm. does what he's supposed to do. But once again, I'm guessing that it's Burford. We don't know, but all but look, let these people who are 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 so on quote unquote geniuses get on Twitter, get on these TV shows, and one tell you Kyle Shanahan didn't do his job in that in that situation. And then when we get off of Kyle, we'll say, Oh, Colton McKivitz didn't do his job in that situation. And be dead ass wrong. Dead ass wrong. But talk to you with the courage of your convention. Conviction. Crazy. It's crazy. Football different, bro. Well, we talk about that with defense in basketball, too. Mm-hmm. Like I and, and it was a coach. You talk about an offensive lineman. It was a coach that said, eh, don't be so quick to point out what one guy does. A lot of times with it's a collective, and he may have supposed to have been sending someone to the baseline, but the person who was supposed to pick him up wasn't there, right? Sometimes it's not what our – sometimes it really is not what our eyes – Show us. Mm-hmm. It's something much deeper. Uh, let's get. No, well, streets have been waiting for it. Uh, oh. <laughs> All right. Look, it's right. It's, it's already right here in the chat. I need a TC press conference. Oh, TC press conference. Go ahead, TC. Get your stuff off. What's up with my two brothers? What up, TC? How you doing today, man? Man, I'm just vibing sick. You know, D-Lo, I'm kind of, you know, I'm. I'm sick at the situation, man. You know how it uh, all our players, as far as the Niners, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm still a Niner fan, man. But just it goes back to that dude, man. You know what I'm saying? I I hear everything you say, Kenny. But what you saying, and uh, on the other flip side, when people are you know pointing blames and all that, it, you know both sides can be true. You get what I'm saying? Because when you when you talk about Kyle, it was every when you talk about Kyle, you talk about run the ball, bro, big dog. Like with McCaffrey, like you lost faith in McCaffrey. When this when this stud fumbled the ball in the first, I don't care about none of that. This dude is finna pound the rock. I'm coming right back to you. Pacheco fumbled, and Andy Reid went right back to that dude, man. Man, I'm lost for words. I'm lost for words. I want I want to hear I want to hear your response to this. I'm not not trying to cut you off. I believe McCaffrey ran the ball. Yeah, here it is. He ran the ball 22 times. What do you mean he lost faith in him? He fumbled on the first drive. That couldn't have been any more than three carries. He ran the ball another 19 times with McCaffrey. What do you mean he lost faith in him? It seemed like during the game, uh, Kenny, he was watching during the game. He wasn't handling the ball off. That's our bread and meat. We had Brock drop back 38 times. (laughs) Look, they were trailing uh, some of that game. This is the – they ran the ball 31 times, I think. The pass to to run uh, ratio was 39 to 1, I think, I believe. 38 to 1. No, 39 because Jennings was a pass. And, like, that that's fine. Like, we're talking about the NFL today in 2024. 
you're able to run the ball 30 sometimes. I think Kyle's uh, record when he runs the ball 30 or more, it's almost like the Kings when they score 120. Mm. He's got probably like a 95% win, win percentage when he runs the ball 30 times or more. Did all that. We staying here or are we going, you know? Let's get out. We'll come back. Uh, conversation far from over. You can get in on these phone lines as well. Uh, 916-909-1320. By the way, feel better, TC. Uh, we'll come back. We'll take more of your phone calls. Uh, we'll talk more about the game. And I promise we'll get to the Sacramento Kings as well. Steelham KC brought to you by Sky River Casino uh, here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Hey, we, it was in the mentions. There was no way I could yeah, yeah, to. So no, I just I had to do you. it in one fell swoop. But I was, I'm here. Hey, uh. the game is the game. I play the game. That's it. Some would say I am the game. Are you ready? All right. That, that, <laughs> I, you know, we'll, we'll save so, it. There's something that, that I'm starting to notice is happening a lot. What's that? In the in the in the in the the the, the Cody Roman stuff, mm. you know, they 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 just keep saying something like it's like they're emphasizing it. Mm. We're really gonna talk about this later, dude. You're, like we can't talk about it now. What are they saying? Mm. In the main event. Did my mic just die? No, I hear. No, you're you. good. Oh, that's weird. I couldn't hear myself back. In the main event. That's what they keep saying. In the main event. It'll be Brock. It'll be Brock Purdy. It'll be Brock Purdy <laughs> versus Roman Reigns. It'll be uh, Cody Rhodes versus. They just keep emphasizing that main. They did it. What the is press that saying con- to you? Yeah, there might be another match. That With that who? tag match might not be an elimination chamber match. It's going to be day one at WrestleMania, I think. Yeah, that that tag match might be day one at Mania because think about it. There's there's something we haven't talked about is Seth. Seth's hurt. Mm-hmm. And the best yeah, way to get be Seth through a match, the best way to get Seth through a match is make it a tag match. Well, now that you say that, I mean, who knows if he'd even be ready for elimination chamber? Right. Yeah. Right. So exactly. He may need all the time he can get to go out there and perform. And then, like you said, and you get the you and get him at not 100%, help him out a little bit with the, with the tag. Punks out so you get the rock match at WrestleMania. And that would also heighten everything, right? The next day. Yeah, that would heighten what I think would be the Tyson Hill turn. Because if Rock, the night before, just helped mm-hmm. Roman leave the Cody Lang. all these yep. people. Yep. It's not a month that we have that that visual. It's just, the next day. Just notice that, that, we they, have that they keep saying it. Hunter said it on Friday. I watched the press conference back. They said it like three times. Mm. In, they've never in the – it's like, all right, we get it. That's why you're the master booker. You so does Seth have like the heavyweight title match like the next day, then like on Sunday? He might not have it for yeah. a Because while. what's the point of Elimination Chamber Because I think he's then? hurt. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I, haven't they been saying like whoever wins that gets a shot at him or have something they? like that? I don't know. I know I they've think. been doing that with the women. I don't even know who's in that match. Well, then I also saw something else. This really doesn't pertain to too much, but I, I, I wish I would have done more research into it. But I think Damian Priest has said he explained why he can't cash in money in the bank. Oh, I haven't seen He's that. He said because Seth is hurt. Wouldn't be an official match. Oh, yeah, I can't. I can't cash it in. Okay. That's, so that's that, smart. That's good. So Explain, I, I, I like it. Yeah. I like that's it. still lingering out there, money in the bank. Yeah, he needs to walk away with the the title at some point. N- not Drew McIntyre, just just and we'll punk out. Just get Damien. Maybe that he title. gets it on night one. Damien after after the tag team oh. match. Both after, of them are left lane. After Rock and Roman have beaten the yeah life yeah out of those two. yeah yeah. Then he cashes in. Um, let's get to these phones, man. Uh, 
Lord, who knows where this is going to go. Let's start with Ramsey. 916-909-1320. Ramsey, what's up, brother? Great to see you on Saturday. Yes, sir. Like 50 cents. Hey, hold on, Ramsey. Don't come in here all chipper. Don't come in here all chipper. Settle your ass down. That was beautiful. And I didn't even have to watch it. That's how beautiful it was. I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. I knew it. And like, and like Jim Morris said, playoffs, championship, championship. We can't win a game. We can't win a game. That's 30-plus years in county. Keep, keep the party going. Hey, Ramsey, if any of your four teams ever won a championship, have, have any of your four yeah. teams ever won? Yeah. Who? The Raiders. The and Raiders? The Did you say the Raiders? And the Bears. And the Bears. The, the, Ramsey, I know you're up there in age. When was the last time you ever seen a meaningful football game? You talk about the Raiders and the Bears. What it, what it, hey, you, your breath was still smelling like Similac the last time you saw a meaningful football game. What are you talking about? Ramsey. How did Ramsey end up with TC's call? The, 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 you know what the great part is? <laughs> this, guy, this guy ain't never seen no no meaningful football. I saw Ramsey for four hours on Saturday. Dude didn't smile once. That dude <laughs> grinning from ear to ear that whole phone call. Talk about he knew you what could, was going on. I ain't never heard happiness in Ramsey's voice before that moment. I literally right picked up the phone. I'm like, what's up, Ramsey? He starts laughing. I didn't even like be like, what do you want to I just put him on hold after that. Let's get uh Oh, is that Mitch? Skip! Wow, Mitch. Hey, Skip. Oh, Mitch is probably sad. He's a Niner fan. Let's, let's get Mitch here early yeah. in the in the in the afternoon there in New York. Mitch, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm off work. I only have to work Wednesday. Of course, it's going to snow tonight and tomorrow. The four inches. You wouldn't want to do so. Stay where you are. God bless you. Oh, okay. Well, well, hang in there, Mitch. Hang in there, man. Make sure you got I'll, a lot of goods. Well, let's talk some 49ers, The games. It was, it was a great game. Um. Should have had cut, should have kept running the ball. Um, that block point, they were just gone for instead of a field goal. So, but another block point, the block miss, the miss, uh, the block point at point at the touchdown. They would have been, it was pretty significant, but they were just gone for the touchdown instead of three. So, and this Patrick Mahomes, he's like he's top two quarter. He's, he's looks like he can win it next year. These two teams be favored to make it next year. Um. Yeah, I know football is a tw- it's a twelve months here because I got a feeling I'm not gonna be able to talk baseball with you, Casey, because there's such, there's such a gulf between the Dodgers and the Giants. One spends the money like it's going out of style; the other one's thrifty. No, Jesse's I mean, had enough. Je- Jesse, Jesse's like he's bringing up Dodgers and Giants. We're we're done with Mitch for the day. Thank you, Mitch. It's always great to hear from you. <laughs> well, hey, look. Well, hey, we did review. Uh, yeah. The situation. No. Thank you. Yep. You know, we, we reviewed it, and, you know, we're sitting there Late. discussing it like intentional grounding, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a flag. Yeah. It's a flag. Four inches, wouldn't know what to do with it. It's well, definitely a flag. Well, <laughs> thoughts and prayers to Mitch. Uh, let's get Phil in here, 916-909-1320. What's up, Phil? Hey, what's up, man? What's up? Hey, I ain't going to talk about no inches, but I'm going to be talking about yards. <laughs> I think it's – pause, all right, pause. <laughs> All right, so I think the defensive coordinator has a lot to blame in the OT. Every single passing play, they were giving the quarterbacks like five, ten yards back. They weren't playing man, tight defense, nothing. Probably like two plays out of the whole overtime. I think that has to be one of the worst play calling in NFL history in OT for the defensive wise. Bruh, that's a lot. Stop. 
Phil, that's, nah. that's a little extra, don't you that's think? That's a lot. And, and the other thing about that is I, I love when people say that stuff, man. They always just like, they always treat like the other team like they just garbage. Well, that's you know what I'm saying. Like they're incapable of making plays if you just do this. That's the other thing. Is Patrick Mahomes the greatest of all time or not? Because I think he had something to do with it, didn't he? Travis, I thought Travis I, Kelsey just uh, is he the greatest tight end ever, or top five, or is he not? I really thought the 49ers defense. I thought both defenses were terrific. I think I think what happened with this game is people were going into it so excited, just like your narratives and stuff. Like I got these tweets, I got these whatever, these stories ready to go about Kyle Shanahan. We leave this game where it's just like Kyle Shanahan didn't blow it. Brock well, Purdy didn't come out of this game looking like a horrible quarterback who shouldn't get a contract or whatever. It's just the Chiefs made one more, a few more plays than the 49ers, and that's what it is. Like, I also no think crazy takeaway. There was this ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. You feel how you want to feel. Like I, I think so many people had been amped up by you know what we were talking about earlier in terms of what people thought the score was going to be. That they thought it was going to be offense, 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 offense. Mm. You, know, you got Patrick Mahomes. You've got you know you've got Brock Purdy with Debo and McCaffrey. You've got you know two MVP candidates over there. Like this is just this is it's going to be forty five to forty four. Is this that's what this is going to be? And when it's not, when it's nineteen nineteen, you you blame someone. Mm. Well, this game isn't what we were told it was going to be. Everyone said it was going to be all offense. Mm-hmm. So now you've got to now you've got to blame someone. Now the offenses were bad, and now Patrick Mahomes, who y'all have said is the goat, leads his team down to win the game. And now all of a sudden, well, now they didn't play defense. Wait a minute, it was nineteen nineteen at the end of regulation or at the end of overtime. Or I guess it was twenty-two to nineteen at the end, uh, nearing the end of overtime. But okay, all right, I, I, I guess whatever. And the, Y'all ride with it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.